Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical analysis of Kanye West, also known as Ye. <laughs> my name's Chris Lambert. And my name is Travis Bean. And I it's tough to keep track anymore. You know, first he's Kanye West, then he's Ye. Then it's Donda, then it's Donda Deluxe. I don't know what's up and down anymore. <laughs> it's kind of all over the place, isn't it? Yeah, then you look at the Donda Deluxe track listing and you're like, what is this? Like, was this put on shuffle? I have to like now speak on this as the definitive Kanye expert in the Kanye community. I have to be the one that assigns some sort of meaning and logic to this. I mean, Chris, help me out here. I hate to stop us, but your audio is coming through really like mucked up on my end. You know what? Yours, yours does that to me once in a while. Okay. Now it's good. Now okay. it's perfect. Yeah, okay, I don't know what mind. that is. <laughs> I was worried it might have been the mic, and I was like, it might be Skype, and we should just keep going. But if it's not, yeah, no, okay. no, no. I I think I stopped you actually once on a recent episode, and was like, your audio is weird. Then it it went back. Oh no! Yeah, okay, that just <laughs> happened. Uh, yes, as you were saying, uh, <laughs> track listing. I was so caught up in the the roboticness yeah. of what I was hearing. As I'm um, talking about all the changes to Donda, suddenly there was a change to Travis. <laughs> oh, this is how meta this show gets. <laughs> this is how meta. Yeah, I, I mean, we were all looking forward to the Donda Deluxe. And now that it's out with all these changes, the shifting track, li- like the track list being mm. kind of the most surprising thing. And yeah. we'll get into all of that. So I gotta pull we're going to have to get into <laughs> what actually changed uh the added the additions the added yeah. the additions uh as well as our reactions to everything you know um which is the most we... important part absolutely focus on us focus <laughs> on us uh, but what are we loving and what are we maybe not loving you know well before we get into the like not loving which there are some things in here like you know i maybe i won't even bother with because i could i have spotify and i can arrange the track list order in any i'd like um in any way i'd prefer but for the most part like i think this is cool like i like that kanye did this this is like this is something we don't get from kanye this is not something you really get as a kanye west fan like access to these sort of remixes in quotes not really remixes but like changes the songs and b-sides like this is something a lot of bands do you know they'll release like a b-side of a single or like uh, a best uh, uh they'll release the best of and it'll include like five new songs from this era like 20 years ago that you've never heard before like it's so fun to get stuff like that as a fan but kanye never does stuff like that 
you you never get it. <laughs> never. If, if stuff gets leaked like you'll never hear it again he's pissed that it leaked and like it just goes into trash bin somewhere uh but this like it's it's cool like he just released the deluxe and the deluxe is essentially just like it's just reordering like new songs um lines are changed like tweaks to production it's it's cool to get this as a fan i think yeah very very much so and i mean we have a list of changes maybe we can go down the list and just yeah. be like <laughs> do yes, we like no, this or not like this <laughs> like it not like it or just have some reactions to it so that might be a an easy way to structure some of these things so yeah. the list was made by christian the real on what's up ever of course um so the first one or maybe we just start with the songs rather than some of the specific changes all right yeah let's go through the songs um all right down to so any changes <laughs> uh no changes to don Chant. Okay. though i did like some person the other day saying what if every time they said donda yay came in and just added deluxe <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome which donda deluxe donda deluxe <laughs> i would be very happy right uh hurricane of course no changes no. though people were wondering if we might get the big sean version but after the drink champs episode <laughs> i think <laughs> we understood that that would not be a thing that is happening yeah uh moon no changes to moon Mm-mm. um which you know moon was perfect as is absolutely so none needed there uh, and then Life of the Party. Oh, this is kind of the train track. Okay, so the new songs. We have Life of the Party, uh, No Ch- or, no Child Left Behind, uh, Never Abandon Your Family, and Up From the Ashes, from the ashes. as well as Remote Control Part 2. Uh, so these are kind of the four big ones. The fifth one is Keep My Spirit Alive Part 2. Right. But Keep My Spirit Alive Part 2 is just the original with Casey Pluto uh, that got replaced right. by Ye's vocals. So, so keep- that's... Keep My Spirit Alive Part 2 is actually Keep My Spirit Alive Part 1, Part 1. And what's on <laughs> Donda now is Keep My Spirit Alive Part 1, Part 2. And this is Keep My Spirit yes. Alive Part 2. Yes. it's So that one's a whole saga in and of itself. Uh, remote Control Part 2 is also kind of in that way. It's not the first right. remote control that we heard at the first listening party. It's actually the second remote control that we heard that features Kid Cudi. And then there was the third remote control that removed Kid Cudi <laughs> and had the glab 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 glab. Oh, wait. A glab. So, and this is a, a fun little uh, another meta moment because I actually don't know this about remote control. And you could tell me live in the air. And people who don't know about it will also be learning at the same time I do. Uh, remote control. So there's remote control one and there's remote control part two on yes. the Sonda Deluxe. Is remote control part one the same or does that have the extended Glabco Gab Glab a bit? Uh, part, the original one that's just remote control on this still has the shorter oh. Glabco Gab Glab. <laughs> I'm so sorry I said the whole <laughs> name earlier. That was wrong. Yeah. I'm no, trying to move us you. along. Ruin everything. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, instead of pausing and me taking probably forever to figure it's it really out. It's really not fair to you. No, no. Uh, yeah, so as is, I'm pretty sure um, it's the same thing. And then Remote Control Part 2 has the extended 
Glop Glow. Okay, so that's brand new. Glop Glop. Uh, yeah, that is Glop. that is brand new because I don't think that Glop Glow Gab Glop was on the Kid Cudi version of Remote Control before this, right? No, wasn't it like the original Listening Party Part Two? It was just Cudi, and yes. then it ended. It right. Ended, the, yes. okay. the first the first Glob Glow Gab Glob um, happened at LP three, but there was no Cudi. Ah, so this version of the song we've never heard before. It's a whole new it's final Voltron version. <laughs> it's a new song. We've never heard this. Except you have heard it if you've watched the whole uh, Glopko Gap Club scene from the movie, which I did a few times and it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I yeah, okay, we'll get to it. We're gonna keep going through the tracks. Okay. Uh and then never abandon your family. We knew we had assumed from what was on the stem player that the stem player was essentially previewing what was going to be the deluxe version of the album and that ended up being the case never abandon your family had a finished version um and that's what made it onto this deluxe album mm. and it was the same thing with the version of um life of the party there was actually the las vegas version that didn't have andre 3000 right and then the uh drake version that was Andre 3000, but an entirely different verse from Ye that was more focused on Drake and addressing Drake and some other beefs. And it was a little bit more of an angry Ye mm -hmm. than the verse that he had in Las Vegas. Um, and people thought that that was at odds with Andre 3000. So there was a hope that like the ideal version of Life of the Party to a lot of people was the Andre 3000 verse from the Drake diss version, like Drake diss in quotes, yeah. to... Uh, the Las Vegas version of Yay. Right. And that's what we had on the stem player, and that's what actually ended up coming out on here. Which I guess that's a big part of one thing we should note going through this track list. It really sounds like Kanye, because we know um, from the interview he did on Drink Champs, like he's aware of like the Kanye community and like internet chatter, you know? Like he knew mm -hmm. Praise God was being used on TikToks. He just seems generally conscious of like, his fan base and like what they want and like what's being hyped on the album beyond just like play counts like what are his fans like really into um so it seems like he was aware of the fact that you know oh this is the version of life of the party everybody wants let's give him that you know everybody wants kid cuddy back on royal control like part two is higher than part one you know that kind of stuff yeah except where's la monster then uh, why do we get up from the ashes and not la monster well, i mean up from the ashes is great don't get me wrong but oh yeah la monster you know chris you should have started a movement you should have gotten more people behind you on this i was saying it a decent <laughs> amount were, but i was not i was not uh formally i should have just dmd and been like absolutely hey, la monster la monster man <laughs> um which you heard it at the Jesus is King listening experience, right? Um, God, would I have heard L.A. Monster? I guess I don't remember, to be honest. If I look if I look back at the track listing like, and I heard it again, maybe I'd remember it. But uh, right now, I don't remember. Okay. It was the one um, that said L.A. Monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, if I heard it, I would have heard it then because yeah. outside of that, I don't really listen to leaks or anything. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have that, like, Up From the Ashes made it. And I know there are people that have been asking about Up From the Ashes, hoping for Up From the Ashes, uh, which is another, like, Jesus is King mm -hmm. era, um, like, late Yandi era track, that, I think. That did play in Chicago. Um, I remember that. Okay. 
so maybe LA Monster didn't. Maybe LA Monster was just at like Detroit or something. Um, but uh, yeah, so maybe we start with Up from the Ashes in terms of like reactions. Yeah. Um, and then kind of work our way back through the other ones that we named. Yeah, what I do think, you think? Uh, I like Up from the Ashes, but it did it quite like listening through last night. I'm like, okay, like, okay, it's cool to have never been your family on here. That works, that works. Like, okay, Remote Control Part 2, like, that works, that works. Uh, like, all the other songs, I'm just kind of listening. And Up From The Ashes just felt a little more jarring to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, in terms of not the content itself, because clearly in an album, how we've been talking about like, mm -hmm. New Again and god breathed and coming back to life and all of this like up from the ashes thematically makes sense as right. you could just slot it into this idea of like rebirth like coming back like the intro is literally up from the ashes into the sky found a redeemer how i survive like you could put that right <laughs> after jesus lord on the og track list and it fits perfectly right right um but there's just something about the production <laughs> where, I mean, it was a Jesus is King era song, right? And right. it feels a little out of place to me. And I said yeah. that on Twitter. I know people were like, believe what I say sounds out of place too. Or like 24, it fits with that. I'm like, kind of, but there's still something mm -hmm. about, and I get it because believe what I say is brighter and up from the ashes is brighter, but there's something about the sparseness to believe what i say maybe that's like there's more of a minimalist element that i think fits with the overall style and aesthetic of yeah. donda to where even though that song stands out as feeling a little more poppy it still fits with a lot of the approach where mm -hmm. up from the ashes there's something about the the approach to the production or some of the elements that are in it that just feel out of place in the rest of the soundscape of donda yeah I think I agree with that. I guess I would think of Up From The Ashes as a little more minimal, minimalist. Because I think of the songs on Donda oh. while, like, there aren't a lot. There aren't necessarily, like, you know, a shitload of sounds going on or something. But um, just as we've talked about the, the ambient textures, like, it's a very full sound on Donda. Where Up From The Ashes almost feels like, you know, a group of people got together. One guy had a guitar. <laughs> somebody was on a <laughs> organ and they just like you know improv this song like it almost feels acoustic in some ways it feels very jesus is kingy to me which i think is ultimately what you're getting at it it's a different yeah. sound like it's made from a different era it has a different sound it's and yeah you're right well it fits thematically lyrically it's um i mean a lot of kanye songs fit together thematically and lyrically because he's <laughs> covered a lot of the same ideas for a long time <laughs> in his career uh, but yeah, right. the, the sound of, of From the Ashes, it's just, it's different. I mean, whether you think it's more minimalist or less minimalist, it doesn't matter. Like it just, it really does have a different sound. Like it even has a different sound than some of the more low key gospel heavy tracks like 24 or like Heaven and Hell. The, those songs to me like are a little more epic and full and Up From the Af Ashes to me is like kind of sparse and kind of quiet. Um, I, I like it, but yeah, it's, it is a strange inclusion here because like there are plenty of Jesus is King songs that didn't make it to Jesus is King. So why would this song be on here? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Why was this like 
it feels like this was the one that was like, oh, you know what? Like, why'd this become the pet project? Yeah, right. Versus all of the other songs from like Jesus is King, Yandiera, anything like that that could have been added. I, I guess I guess hmm. it's what we talked about before. Like Kanye's just aware of the Kanye community and this was a big song. Like, wasn't this originally listed as the first song on Jesus is King? Like, it was on one of those tweets with, like, you know, a track list order. <laughs> it, oh, it, man. It's one of those songs that, like, has lore, you know. It's it's legendary in that way. We've always wanted to hear, like, a full, real version of it. And having it be played at the listening parties. Yep. Yeah, it yeah. was the first one. Jesus is King, Up from the Ashes, yeah. then Follow God, On God, Water, Sunday, Ellie Monster, New Body, <laughs> Use This Gospel, Hands On, and so well, There's your proof that LA Monster should be on this thing. I know. <laughs> All right, I know. Right, <sighs> Always am. Never wasn't. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Yeah, Up From the Ashes, like, enjoyable. And, you know, maybe it's just because it does fit so thematically. And I do wonder if, like, LA Monster can read a little too aggressive. Mm-hmm. in the aftermath of uh or in the midst of a divorce uh people might point sure. to it as like oh look at the shade that yay's throwing so that yeah. song just kind of gets he did get rid of the throat throat goats line he did get rid of the throat goats line <laughs> which we'll get to that in a little bit uh and then we have what um never abandon your family and life of the party i'm gonna group them real fast because yeah i'm so i'm Honestly, I'm going to be honest with all of you at the the risk of my own reputation, you know. I'm torn <laughs> on these songs because I feel like there are rougher vocal parts from Ye on here mm-hmm. that actually kind of take away from the enjoyment I get from the songs. Interesting. Um, where Ye having that portion at the end of life of the party mm-hmm. maybe i'll grow to love it in a way but it's just so rough to me that i kind of am just like oh this is taking me out of the song completely like hmm. uh and yeah. the same like moment happens i never abandon your family where i'm just like oh this is really taking me out of the song right now where like everything around it so beautiful awesome like great production great uh lyrics and emotion especially i never abandon your family yeah to the superficial aspect of it like taking me out of the song just but it's it definitely doesn't feel like a final product that we would get on a yay album so the fact that it just feels like a little unfinished to me and that's still kind of like nags at me interesting i i mean yeah that's just subjectively how you feel about it like obviously you could recognize because to me, something like Never Abandon Your Family, the way his voice is sounding, it almost feels like it's part of the emotion of the song. Like he's yeah. breaking down and his like voice is raspy and it's it's kind of in the moment. Like I think it works technically for the song, but I could see like not liking that. <laughs> you know, you want like a, a full yay sound. Yeah, I, I'm really torn on that, right? Because yeah. typically that's the kind of thing that I you would hear me like gushing about yeah. nonstop. And maybe I'll maybe I'll get to that point. But at least right now, when it's just like purely at the aesthetic, superficial level, I'm just like, mm. Yeah. Mm. And, and what exactly is it on Life of the Party that Connie's doing? Is he not like is he not saying all the words? What is it? 
Yeah, it's just starting. It feels like it's him starting to riff a little bit. Uh-huh. How we hear on demos where he starts right. to just kind of like repeat things and say things and it, the flow of it kind of breaks down a little bit as he's just kind of testing some sounds and testing the water. Yeah. So it's not really like I'm taking issue with anything that he's saying. Right. It's just how it's being delivered and feeling like, oh, this is just like a rough thing that got left in here. Like, did it really have to be here? I think that's a very reasonable thing to be upset about. <laughs> a song not being finished. Yeah. But that's par for the course of Kanye. He's just somebody... It is weird. Like, Donna Deluxe becomes this weird insight into Kanye where, like, he's both fan-pleasing in a way, uh, but also indulgent in that way, that he's not, like, he's okay putting out a song that isn't fully finished or a song that's getting more at an emotional aspect of himself, like with his voice getting raspy and never abandoning your family or him being, uh, or, or is what you're describing in life of the party. Like he, he seems okay putting out a verse like that. If like, as long as you just like hear it in his voice and like, you see what he's getting at, like that's more important. Um, it, it's just interesting to see somebody on Kanye's level. Like he's like, you know, biggest musician in the world. <laughs> he's like gigantic. Um, to put out something like this that like most artists typically wouldn't put out at any level they were at. Um, yeah, that is weird. The, the life of the party one's weirder to me than never abandoning your family. Um, yeah, but that's, yep. that, that is interesting, especially if Andre 3000 on the song, you think you would put out like, you know, the full real version. Yeah. The most polished it can get. And maybe like, you know, the argument could be made that it's just like, he's, he's being like more in the moment in that. And there's a naturalness right. about that. That's very compelling and endearing, <laughs> especially with what he's saying, being like, get off your knees. That's if you're with me, get off your knees let's get free. Like hmm. I could see in why people would enjoy it. Like it defend it. It's just at this moment in time. My initial reaction is just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe he knew that we were going to be starting the, best Kanye West soundtrack with Deathmatch Extreme 2021 soon. And he wanted to make sure all the songs were out and available for the competition. What a plug. What a plug. <laughs> yes, we will be. December 1st on Twitter. Join us for all the polls. It is the most stressful time yeah. and most wonderful time of the year. And I think the bracket should be up for predictions by the time you're hearing this episode or soon after. Yeah, which, how many, it's going to be, what, like 186 songs yeah, or something? I think we're adding four more songs that would make it 186. Crazy. Uh, Crazy. Out of control. <laughs> Not oh, in... OC. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, yeah, that's how I'm feeling about those two. Like, I'm really excited that we got both of them. It's just they're not quite <laughs> yeah. exactly how I hoped they would be. Though I'm happy that Never Ban Your Family is more finished than what it was when we were hearing it at the listening parties. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. And I'm kind of, I'm happy that we're getting like this version of Life of the Party. Um, and the song really is like beautiful. I can't stand the beeps though. I oh, yeah. absolutely I can't stand the beeps. That honestly more than like oh i don't know how i feel about kanye like maybe having an unfinished verse or like a yeah. more raw verse the beeps actively make me want to turn the song off which what I you're referring to is reaction but yeah 
Well, yes. whenever Andre 3000 curses, there's a literal bleep like you hear in the radio. <laughs> Which is just insane, right? It is. It's really and crazy. Especially because the rest of the album has just the the silences. Yeah. Which I know there were people saying that the silences were ruining the album for them and they couldn't stand that. Where I never cared about the silences. Like, it never once bothered me. I'd often forget. Like, my brain would just kind of, like, fill in what was supposed to be there. Like, I don't think it's that problematic. Mm-hmm. But the beeps are actively an intrusion to me. And I know that there's the uncensored version of the song available as a single, but then that means you have to actively like go through, create your own like track list version of yeah. the album and play that. And for some reason <laughs> that annoys me. I mean, yeah, I can get being annoyed by that. I will definitely be doing that. Cause I agree with you. I could not, I will never listen to the song with the, the bleeps like <laughs> i don't know why i would do that to myself um no but the version without it is great and yeah you'd have to make your own i mean i f- also feel like that's part of the fun of this is you can just like take all those songs and make it into any order you want like that's kind of what Kanye's doing by putting remote control part two above remote control like it that's complete nonsense it makes no sense but like he did it and <laughs> it's just like okay like i guess we're just doing whatever we want so everyone else can do that too it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, that's the Donda tracklist. The Donda Deluxe tracklist is so vastly different from the Donda tracklist. Like, oh my god, to the point where for our podcast moving forward, I know there were some people uh, that were asking us, like, "How's this affect what you're doing on the show?" <laughs> and I, I think the position that we're currently in is that we just have to treat Donda as the intended. Um, project right or the art the intended concept and that the deluxe really is just the bonus with the songs just kind of like put on there right (laughs) uh and that's mostly due to the fact that as you're saying like remote control part two so how it is on donda currently you have all the songs and then at the very end after never abandon your family or not no child left behind i keep inverting them because <laughs> they both start with like n yeah. and have four like four syllables or four words in them uh-huh. uh so after no child left behind you get all the part twos which clearly shows a demarcation between hey these are bonuses at the end and this is like the final song on the album itself right, right. um but here you have all the part twos grouped at the end again, like, okay, okay, part two, junior part two, jail part two, keep my spirit alive part two. But then suddenly remote control is part two is up at track 12. Uh, and you could see like a swap happening, right? Like, oh, what if you just put remote control at the end and now remote control part two is the, the main 
like starting lineup. Right. But remote control is also in the starting lineup. Yeah. <laughs> it's track 22, which is way before uh, when the part two start at 29. Yeah. And then Jesus Lord also has part two now up at 20 uh, rather than being down at the bottom how it was in the other OG track list. Yeah. And now Jesus Lord that is in the starting lineup on the regular Donda <laughs> is now coming in with the rest of the part twos. Yeah. So. Which means. It just like, seems to imply. Yeah. If we're going by the logic you just stated, you know, you can think of like, oh, Jesus Lord through uh, Keep My Spirit Up Alive part two are just like bonus songs at the end, which would mean OK, OK and New Again close out the album. Which again is nonsense. <laughs> like that doesn't make like that just doesn't make sense for like how we've looked at the album and the the lyrical flow, the thematic flow, like the redemption you get from the end of Donda. Like it's it suddenly washed away with this. Yeah. Uh, so I just I don't know. I just can't see there being any uh logic to the way this is arranged right now it's in terms of like narrative Kanye must have had some other way he was putting this together yeah i mean if remote control wasn't in there and was like jesus lord moved down (laughs) i'd just be like okay then yeah this seems a little more intentional but with remote control being there and yeah just how all over the place like okay okay is such an aggressive (laughs) song yeah drake this to close Uh, out the album yeah, to go from that to like new again. And I could see ending with new again because we've talked yeah. about like the redemption aspect, the rebirth aspect. So it's just like, okay, you kind of reorganize things a little differently. Like come to life now is kind of a major tipping point song, right? Rather than uh, a climactic song. Right. Okay. I could kind of see arguments for that, but the remote control just throws everything off. And then. Something that uh, Cole from the Dissect Podcast and a couple others have pointed out is that it feels like the first 10 songs on here are just organized by what's most popular. Like Donda Chant being popular since it's the first song everybody plays. Like the first songs on albums tend to be played more than other songs just because if it's not a single, right? The Mm -hmm. singles tend to get the most play, but then the first song is usually the the next one up there. But then Hurricane, Moon, Life of the Party, Off the Grid, Jail, Praise God, Come to Life, Believe What I Say are all kind of the bigger, more popular songs Mm -hmm. from the album. And No Child Left Behind, because it was in the commercial, also ends up getting like a decent amount of like popularity. So it just feels like there's a pretty big distinction between those and the rest of the the songs on the album yeah again another sign that kanye is just like i i don't know uh, maybe this is like a bad um image to have of yay but like i thought he didn't really pay attention to the fan base like that much like he's a busy guy <laughs> you know he's a billionaire he's got a he's he's got his hand in a lot of pots it's becoming a phrase on the show i've used way too much um and he, he, I just don't think of him as like being so aware of like social media, what people are saying, but like he knows yeah. come to life. Is not doesn't have like a ton of plays on Spotify, but it is one of the bigger songs in the Kanye community. Like a lot of people are saying it's the best Kanye song in a long time. Life of the party. Like people are obsessed with life. Of the party people are obsessed with moon off the grid. You know, it's, it's interesting that like he seems aware of that. And like, so put all those songs up top. It's uh 
it's making me feel loved as a fan <laughs> you know i thought at listening party two moon and hurricane were back to back i thought at one of the listening parties at least moon and hurricane were yeah, closer they might together but no moon just was at the start of listening party uh the mercedes-benz rehearsal on eight four i guess people heard moon um oh no the first one we were at hurricane and moon were back to back in the middle right yeah okay what never been your family hurricane moon and then listening party two it was moon as track two and then hurricane was third from the last right um and then we ended up at listening party three with hurricane being closer to the front and moon being more towards the middle. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just a little, I thought maybe it could have mirrored, um, the second listening party a little bit more, but that's clearly not the case. No. <laughs> nope. Completely random. Hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the track list is strange and we will not be suddenly swapping out, <laughs> uh, oh, our, thank God. Donda season going by the, you know, the deluxe track list at this point. <laughs> it's been so, exhausting enough. Uh, that's, that's definitely not a thing. And we do have to figure out though, I think at some point talk about where life of the party, uh, never been in your family and up from the ashes would fit mm -hmm. onto the OG sequencing. Yeah. That'd be a fun project. Uh, I'd have to think about it a yeah. bit more, but I, I think I could see probably sonically, where those songs would go like i feel like life of the parties probably later in the album um with kanye you know just like kind of addressing what's going on around him and like we're seeing like a move forward uh pff, yeah i don't know i have to think about it <laughs> yeah like never been in your family seems like it would fit in that like in the middle 24 to heaven and hell yeah. right suite of things um maybe even like right between moon and heaven and hell or mm. like never been in your family moon then heaven and hell hmm. and maybe up from the ashes um, could fit in there too yeah i could see it there or after like lord i need you oh kind yeah of thing in that like new again up from the ashes lord i need you kind of area of everything yeah okay i like that Okay. Uh, did you have any more specific thoughts or feelings towards these versions of Never Abandon Your Family or uh, Life of the Party? Um, I think Life of the Party just sounds awesome. Like, I love the beat. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about the other versions because I didn't really listen to them. Uh, so I don't know how much has changed. I, I've read a couple. There are a couple tweaks to the production. Uh, but from what I had heard, it, it mostly sounds the same. And Andre's verses, as always awesome like so heartfelt but also like funny and reflective <laughs> and like it just does everything you would expect him to do um and i like how his and connie's verses play off each other um we talked about that a bit in the last episode so i don't need to go into it too much but it's it's just cool how you know andre's like he's trying to find this connection with his mom in heaven like a like a like he wants to communicate this message to her while connie is like trying to carry on without his mom being here it's like Andre 3000 is looking for a physical connection that you can't get and Kanye's like establishing this ethereal spiritual connection oh it's it's cool um and then of course you know the DMX part will just shatter you emotionally <laughs> which 
Kanye. <laughs> he just keeps doing. Um, oh, yeah. The DMX part oh, is yeah. like one of the more emotional um, flourishes or moments I've ever heard in a song. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so awesome how Kanye includes stuff like that. You know, you think of like Larry Hoover Jr. on Jesus Lord, like these little tweaks, these these moments of realness that make a song just really come to life, pardon the pun, and uh, feel, it, it just gives the album like a different weight and really communicates his message a lot more. It's, I don't know, it's, that, that part is so good. Um, it It's fitting too, which is this idea of like losing parents, right? Sure. So you have Andre 3000 talking about like missing his mom. You have Ye on an album titled after his mom and now you have dmx here in the outro uh being a dad yeah and like hearing him interact with his his kid it's just oh and yeah i love never been your family i really don't mind Ye's voice on it like i think it all works maybe it's not a fully complete song like you could be right about that but i kind of like um the rawness of it right now so it's a different kind of yay sound for sure it, it does feel a little demo-y in that way but it also works in that way i don't know it's it's cool to hear a song like this you know um i didn't realize he changed the verse it's definitely shorter than what it was in the las vegas demo interesting um because it starts with like south side gang mentality way heavy i was thinking out the box um box even in a box chevy and in the version from whatchamacallit uh las vegas i don't even think where do you get that it's not even in there (laughs) (laughs) it's not in there at all it starts with like the white picket got me feeling so fenced in bipolar don't equal seeking attention that's a sigh that's a psychology gemini inside of me it's my dichotomy uh sending christ publicist to get the christ out of me just to mention his name is a glitch in the game. I mean that I'm mentioning all of this because there's that portion where he says, um, she was the only one that knew I would get to that stage. Guess who would it be shocked by anything that I say? It's getting kind of heavy. Like when rain broke the levee, mm. uh, which is something that I really liked. Like I, I really enjoyed that whole section and stretch and that not being in this verse yeah. is actually, uh, sad to me. Okay, so life of the party is sad to me. Uh, yeah, that I mean, those are some great lines. That's true. Ah, uh, I'm going through it right now. Yeah, so he starts with the my art teacher was Mrs. Levy, right? Which I actually had like all of. <laughs> I had that pulled up as something to talk about in our last episode. I was like, ah, we don't need to talk yeah. about that. <laughs> And now here he decided to like open the verse on Donda Deluxe with that whole thing. Yeah. Huh. Strange. Okay. Um, the only other thing I can think of that I wish would have been on this is that him trading bars with Pusha T. Um, South yeah, Carolina. People, people really depressed about that. Like the title track Donda not having the whole like Pusha T part or even there was talks that the Pusha T part was just a reference verse and that it was never intended for them to actually trade bars back and forth um which you know you could imagine them re-recording it or you could imagine kanye just recording 
that verse and doing it all himself the same way that he kind of did with keep my spirit alive mm-hmm. i'd be fine with either of those yeah um it would be cool to have i like that verse as well yeah because it's not even i mean him trading bars for she like that is epic but like just the lines it, itself you know if, if it is just kanye saying the lines are just push your t like they're so good <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was a a nice addition, and I do. I am fine with like twenty four as is, right? Like I think the twenty or the Donda as is. Like I think right. what we get for Donda on the album, especially how it can feel a little more introy yeah. for the second act, the same way that Donda chant feels introy for the first act, I can get behind. But when we're talking like deluxe edition, <laughs> yeah. and we're getting all these versions of songs, it would have been nice to yeah, have. Give us the goods. <laughs> Give us the goods, man. Uh, okay, so Donda Deluxe changes. Now we can go through yeah, the list. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, the creator, is on Come to Life as background <laughs> vocals. and It just makes me laugh. You know, I heard a version of it, like the stem player version, where you could hear Tyler's vocals, and it clearly sounded like Tyler to me. And I was okay with it but not thrilled by it Mm -hmm. and then when i listened to this last night it didn't sound like tyler to me nope at all it sounded like a voice but not specifically tyler i don't know if they like remixed it or re-recorded or what was done to the vocals maybe what i just heard was a worse quality than this Mm -hmm. or something but I did not like these vocals on the song, and I thought it actively took away from Come to Life. Yeah. Uh, I hate to say it, because I love Tyler the Creator, and I want to support everything Kanye does, but I agree. <laughs> like, it's it's weird, because I, I read that Tyler the Creator was on Come to Life, which made me excited. Uh, and before I listened to it, I saw that you didn't like Tyler the Creator in the song, and I was like, oh, like I wonder what it's going to be. Um, and I listened to it and I heard those additions and I agree. It doesn't sound like Tyler and I didn't think it was Tyler. I just thought it was like Kanye layered over himself. And I was like, yeah, "Eh, that doesn't sound very good. Like, like Kanye just singing that sounds really good. Like it's emotional and like, it's the climax, you know, it's the end of the album. It's this, this moment that's been building to And I'm like, yeah, this kind of takes away from that. And then, you know, I get to the end of the song and I don't hear Tyler and I'm like sitting there like, wow, I just like didn't get it. And then when I realized that this was Tyler, (laughs) it's just like, I was even more mad. I was like, what? Like, so not only do this, does this extra vocal, like kind of take away from the power of the song, like it's Tyler, the creator. And you don't even, you don't let him be Tyler. Like, it doesn't sound like him. Like he's not putting the Tyler, the creator flourishes on it. Like why is this here? Like we want to hear a Kanye Tyler song, not just like these, I don't know. I, again, don't like to criticize yay, but geez. Yeah, it was, um, right. It's like, you want to be excited by it, but (laughs) that was the other thing. Like on real friends, right. Having the, the backing vocals I thought Mm -hmm. was awesome. Uh, whenever it was Ty dollar sign, right. Whenever he was coming in, I was just like, oh my God, this is so cool. What a great technique. But there's something about it on here where this song feels like it should just be yay. Right. Totally. That feels more conceptually and thematically relevant to this song. Having it just be like his voice kind of breaking than having this other voice kind of come in, especially 
with how it is. I mean, I could imagine somebody being like, it's the voice of God. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you could try to like ground it in a way that's like an argument for it, but I'm not, I'm not feeling uh, it at the moment. It, maybe it's just because it's this song, like it's come to life. Like this is an important Kanye song. It's kind of like the ghost town of the album. Um, and yeah. when you have a song like Ghost Town that's really important, everybody's parts are crucial to that song having the meaning that does about Kanye. Like Shake's part, Cuddy's part, Party Next Door's part. Like all of that is is crucial to understanding what Kanye has been building towards ideologically, thematically throughout the album. Here, like it just doesn't feel like that. Like it just feels like Tyler's on it because he's Tyler the Creator. <laughs> I, and you can't even tell it's him. Like I guess I guess I just don't get it. No, no. Uh, but what I do get remote <laughs> remote control part two yeah. with Cuddy and Glob Glob. Oh yeah, uh, Gab Glob. Yeah, Glob Glow. That's it. <laughs> um, it's. I thought the extended part. I thought it might be annoying the way that I was a little like I thought it went on a little too long at uh, the second listening or the third listening party. Uh-huh. Uh, but actually this version sounded really cool to me. I love it. <laughs> um, and this like fuller, more epic remote control. I still like think it's my preference. Yeah. I, I will say it grew on me. I it famously, uh, as famous as I can get on the show, on the, <laughs> on the remote control episode, I, I was like, I think I just prefer uh Glapco gab Glab at the end and like not even having Cuddy. Not that I prefer it, but like, I like how it was like a nice tight pop song and introducing Cuddy, like it, it takes it to a different direction. It makes it more of like a full, more epic kind of song. And adding yeah. Glabgo, Gab Glab, my God, now it's like six minutes long. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I was listening to it today and like, I, I mean, it's nice to have as a deluxe version. Like now we have it. And I just think like, A, Cuddy's verse is great. Like as much as I don't know if it works, maybe more sonically on this kind of song, I do think the verse is awesome. He has a lot of great lines. Um, and the Globgo thing is just like, it's hilarious. Like it's <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> absurd that it's at the end of a Kanye song that I, I, that's why I love it. So yeah, just can't get enough of it. Um, he's got, okay, that's good. And then keep my spirit alive. Part two is just the one with Casey Pluto, which I got dunked on by Casey. Um, good on you. The, uh, just after the deluxe edition dropped, I would, I tweeted at Casey and I don't think Casey has ever responded to any of our tweets <laughs> before. Like I tried like interacting at times, like asking questions, just like supporting and saying things that never once got a response. Yeah. And so I didn't expect one here, but I just tweeted and was like, yo, Casey, I don't ask for much, but can you like check with someone if this is supposed to be the, or can you like find a way to confirm if this is supposed to be like the intended sequencing or what's going on? And Casey just responded with, leave me alone, I'm vibing. <laughs> and just ratioed me to hell and back. <laughs> a, that's cool that you got that from Casey Polito. Like, that's pretty awesome. I would just wear that as a badge of honor. And B, I don't oh, yeah. know if he was necessarily, like, dunking on you, like, in a bad way. Maybe more in, like, a fun way. Like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't take it personally. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, it's just, he hate hey. me. I mean, he might, but like, it wasn't, I wasn't concerned yeah. about it. It was just like, oh man, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look bad here. 
I just consider that one more degree of separation between us and Kanye, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, right. Maybe maybe he told Ye about it. Like, yo, I dunked <laughs> on your podcast. He's like, good, I hate those guys. <laughs> uh all right. So Life of the Party, Shibuya, Kanye verse, Andre verse, still censored. Um, we talked about that. Life of the Party beat is different, missing the horn sample. Okay. Okay. Which yeah sure <laughs> that's like i couldn't even tell the difference like i thought about killing you's my favorite song yeah. right my favorite kanye song <laughs> and then the sample gets removed from it i'm just kind of like i kind of hear it but yeah. it's not enough of a thing to where it ruins the song for me which it did for other people yeah right so the horns missing on life of the party i'm just like okay yeah <laughs> um Never been in your family stem version, different track list oh. could potentially be just messed up. It's awful. <laughs> uh, I, I do think we should address the fact that Life of the Party, the release date for it is August 20th. Oh, yeah. Which. Yeah, that's what it said for the single. I think like, I feel like he must have done that just because of Drake. Like, oh, Drake thinks he released my song early. Like, no, I'll just make the date on it earlier on Spotify. And like, now I win. Like I released it. <laughs> I I released it. Yeah, I I mean it could be something like uh, conscious to that end. I mean, we know that this was recorded in that period mm -hmm. uh between the second listening party in Chicago and Ye going out to Chicago or the second listening party in Atlanta and Ye going out to Chicago. Uh when he was in Los Angeles, he was with Andre they recorded it in Los Angeles, as far as I'm aware. Mm -hmm. So it might have just been that that was the date it was initially like recorded and that they were going to release it as a single. It got uploaded to the streaming services yeah. and then never got published. That could be. Um, but to me, this is like... <laughs> of all the 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 things we've gotten with Donna Deluxe, like this seems the most like maniacal and like ego out of control moment that like, you know release dates on singles on albums like those are kind of precious things like these are things people debate about on music websites like when an album actually came out you know when the single was really released when it was actually recorded for Kanye to just like throw it on huh? Spotify and just make up any release date he wants <laughs> it's crazy no the release date is Sunday that's the first time it existed on any platform but Kanye could just go into Spotify and make it whatever he wants like that's that's out of control power right there. You know, they have updated it since then and it now says November 14th. Really? Oh gosh. Yep. Man, I just yep. can't keep track of Kanye. I just checked. Just changing things up on the fly. Ugh. Mm. He heard me say all that. And then okay, well then. Yeah, that's, that's one for history now. <laughs> People might listen to this podcast in like 25 years yeah. and be like... You fools. What's he talking about? It was November. It says right there on Apple. <laughs> Who are we kidding? In 25 years, Apple won't exist. The world won't exist. That's true. We'll be in a post-apocalyptic Mad Max society. And Kanye will be president. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be a Mad Max dystopian society. <laughs> well, he had to become president or, because of all these people, you know, these ruffians that took over. Ah, uh, and then he's the one that's like, you know, the president that's going to reestablish order. Yeah, exactly. So 50 years from now, Apple probably will exist again, but there will be like a period where it had to go away. 
Right. That's going to be his like platform for running in this chaos. I will bring back Apple and technology. Ah, yeah. Like we have been in a water war for the last 10 years. Like we can focus again on growth and economy. Yeah. Take that. Take that speech all the way to the octagon office, because I think by then it'll probably be a different shape. Uh, a crescent moon because never mind um when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, throat goat line gone. Yeah, and believe what I say, the throat goat line is no longer there, which is a shame because it was such a great line. Though, at the same time, it was also a befuddling line on an album that was like supposed to be clean. Right. Well, the line is about, uh, seemingly anyway, we don't know for sure, but it seems to be about Kanye or Kim's sisters. Or like her family um yeah. so like i could it definitely fits in terms of like connie's character on the album and him growing and getting past you know talking about your wife's family like that um but you could see why that would be removed like no matter what uh, you know narrative intentions you have if that's the reason for that line um if kim hears that and is upset with you that you put that on there like Maybe you take it off the Donna <laughs> Deluxe. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining, like, our perspective, yeah, right, we're just kind of like, oh, it fits so well because Believe What I Say is a song where he's, like, kind of addressing yeah. the divorce and the fact that, like, maybe he's not entirely to blame and that Kim and Kim's family should take some responsibility for how things went. And, yeah, they're just saying free throat coat for the throat goats is kind of in line <laughs> with this character at the time. Oh, and for Ye in, like, yeah, yeah. In his life, it's just Kim texting him like, "Did you really call my sister's throat goats? <laughs> like, how could you do that?" Or like, you could imagine Courtney being like, "Hey, on the one hand, sure, but on the other hand, no. <laughs> like, don't say that." Um, yeah. And now it's gone. Yeah. Uh, so now it's just like empty space with the beat, which. I yeah. find kind of weird. It is weird. Yeah, I, I it's it's not a clean clean version in terms of just like how that sounds. It sounds a little rough to me. It's just so funny because Kanye, it's not like he's new to like dissing people he likes in songs. Like back when he had the Taylor line on Life Pablo, like him and Taylor were friends. You know, they had a little conversation <laughs> yeah. about the line. And after the uproar and after Taylor Swift was mad, it's like it's not like he went back in and took it out. Uh he's he has lots of lines like that. So it, it's funny that this particular line is the one he got rid of. It's I don't get it, but okay. Yeah, I, I you gotta wonder how many times it got brought up. <laughs> <laughs> or was he just like thinking about it a lot to reach a point where he's like, okay, I should remove it. Yeah, it must have got brought up a lot if that's the case. Man, funny. Okay, so we have that change. And then uh, what else do we have? We have Light and Op Blunt gone from off the grid. That was weird. Which that was that was also a little befuddling, right? Yeah. 
it's funny because I heard that uh, I just read that, you know, off the grid is different. There's some of the lines have changed. And I was like, oh, like, I wonder what changed. And I just skipped the Kanye's part because I assumed like he would have changed one of his own lines. No, he went back and changed someone else's line, Playboy Cardi's line. And and it's like not even that big of a deal. I guess he was I was listening to um, uh, Mercy recently on Spotify and whatever version I have on a playlist, like it's the edited version. So sometimes I hear the edited version of it. And there's oh, a part God. where Big Sean, he doesn't they don't even let Big Sean say hi. You know, talking about he can't say the word high if it means getting high. So I guess that's why this line is gone. But I would wonder why it wasn't gone in the first place. Again, strange. Yeah. So they're just censoring blunt is essentially like the goal of that line is the censor blunt, not like the action of lighting an op blunt because taking issue with the disrespect and connection (laughs) to violence of that line. But that actually plays into the the main theme or one of the main themes of the album, which is that idea of like street violence, like uh, getting revenge on somebody gloating about it. And yay, essentially over the course of this album, describing how foolish that yeah, lifestyle right. is and that concept is, uh, especially with a song like Jonah really reinforcing the fact that, there's no reason to be doing this kind of stuff. So having the line up front from Playboy Cardi, it fits really well with kind of establishing early on, like, oh, this is okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then by the middle point of the album, it's like, no, it's not okay. And by the end, it's like, it's really not okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so to have it censored out is just kind of like, okay. It's also weird because like, you're right. Okay. Two-pronged approach here. He's he's bleeping the word blunt because blunt's bad and we can't say the word blunt on a gospel album. Okay. I get it. Uh, go ahead and do that. But he gets rid of the whole line, which doesn't really make sense when you think about the whole album and anytime a line is bleeped, like wouldn't you delete, wouldn't you bleep everything that is in conjunction with that word? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, yeah, it doesn't. And then on top of that, like, he's getting rid of this idea of lighting an op blunt, even though like, you're right. Like it plays into like the, the narrative thread of the song. And like, there's, there's a reason to hear that line. So like there's payoff on it later on the song or later on the album. Like he doesn't go, it's not like how he went through the entire album and deleted any line like that on the album. Like there's plenty of talk of like violence of going after people, even from Kanye himself on some of these songs. Yeah. I just, yeah. All around it's, befuddling yeah like who made that call and who decided like this line would be different handled differently than any other line yeah it's played by Uh, cardi he barely has any lines on the song let him have the line (laughs) could you imagine if they took out the line every time they needed to bleep like one thing yeah (laughs) they would get rid of four of his like nine lines on the song yeah man okay so yeah that's a strange change yeah uh and then up from the ashes stem version jesus lord part two is longer than old version because of an extra chorus before jay's verse i mean now it's over 12 minutes long does that make it the longest condi song there is yeah i think that's longer than last call wow yeah last calls what 
it's still nine minutes oh it's only nine okay yeah easily last call kanye runtime <laughs> uh i thought it was like 11. i'm not getting the information maybe it is oh no it's 12 minutes 41 seconds oh, oh never mind that. that's still the longest kanye song <clears throat> okay what are you reading over there sorry a headline came up when i was trying to search for that and it was am i the only one who didn't figure out kanye's last call before i just found out the beat and story on last call match perfectly and it blew my mind i can't be the only one right like i don't know what that's trying to convey i guess i guess he's saying that like even like the beat never changes like it always just like goes along with kanye and like there are parts where he's speaking and then like we'll go into a rap and like it goes with the flow of the song like it's all timed out which is cool um although i don't know how much of it is purposeful <laughs> yeah what's a it said it was a comment that caused it do other people realize how last call really works that as his life starts getting better more samples start getting added when things go bad samples fall off all the way until when he nearly oh. loses the deal and it all nearly stops then when Dame calls, is the first time all the samples loop at once. Is this common sense, or did I just blow everyone's mind? Oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a great observation. I I feel like you definitely like notice that while you're listening to it. We probably talked about it, but um, yeah, that's uh, to lay it all out like that at once. That's cool. Yeah, that is neat. Okay, uh, I'm glad I checked that out. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you figured out what was going on. Just like, what are you? What are you looking at? Okay, um, so not quite the longest song, right? Because no. not a deluxe uh, Jesus Lord is how long? Uh, it's like a little over twelve, just a little bit. Oh, bless you, child. Okay, as I just sneeze my life away. <laughs> oh yeah, twelve oh six. Okay. So, Kanye, so, you still can make a longer song than Last Call before your career ends. We're all expecting it. <laughs> expecting, hoping, fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah, okay. So it's just an extra chorus before Jay's verse, which I don't think is necessarily necessary. I agree. Like, I would just keep that. It's such a long song already. Like, keep it moving. Yeah. 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 I think so um not sure about any mixing changes yet but i would assume they're there i think some people were pointing out that like the mixing on some songs sounded better i know um the most unruly donald was tweeting something about how the album sounds how he would expect it to sound at this point oh okay um believe what i say has different instrumental changes like the shaker gone around one minute yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I listened to that. I think I knew what it meant, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> uh, Tell the Vision now says, thank God that I made it instead of having to censor it as much. It's okay. I like how the last little comment on there is still shit otherwise. People just hate that song. <laughs> I find it so funny you could be so pissed at a song that's like barely a minute long. I know, it's just like what's the what's the reason for the inclusion? It's it's you know, pop I get, I, come on. I know, I guess it's one of the things like kind of having this song is pretty this album's pretty memorializing, memorializing, especially with the DMX portion on right. Life of the Party that we now have. So it's almost like you are getting some of these 
using the word ghost doesn't feel quite mm. right, but you're feeling kind of the spiritual connection to some of these people that have been lost and having pop smoke on there is seemingly in line with kind of the, the whole concept, especially as we talked about like losing people to gun violence and how he was somebody that seemed like out of things, right? right? Like he had gotten out of the trenches. His life was improving. It seemed like he had the entire world ahead of him and for somebody to kill him in a robbery, right? Mm -hmm. Which was a like, it was a robbery from like, you know, people that are in that kind of like street life and style that were like scoping him out. So it's in line with everything that Ye has talked about on the album. So conceptually it fits, even if sonically it can feel a little jarring. Yeah. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. Okay. Part two is unrugged. <laughs> I'm going to start so using what, that word. Uh, it has been unrugged. That just means, uh, He's off of it. Yeah, any song that Ruka's not on, I'm gonna say it's been unrugged. <laughs> it is now currently unrugged. <laughs> so do with that information what you may. Yeah. Um Okay, so that's interesting. I wasn't that how it was at Listening Party Three? Like there was a, a version that lacked Ruga, or I remember at there was talk before about a version of the song not having Ruga. <laughs> that lacked Ruga. I also like that expression. <laughs> <laughs> it's just lacking some Ruga. Uh, I don't uh, remember. But... Jesus Lord. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jesus Lord choir sounds different in some parts. Who knows? Uh, inconsistent censoring changes on a few songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As noted. And then there was some like crediting things and that was <laughs> the end of the updates. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That was the end of the update. So if there have been any further changes, uh, Christian DeReal did not note them. Uh, so it's not on us. It's on Christian DeReal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we we aren't are... expected to do all the research. No, no, of course not. Of course not. That would be an imposition to us. Uh, okay. So at the end of all this, like, how are you feeling, Chris? How are you feeling about Donda Deluxe? Uh, I feel like it's a cool idea. I'm happy that it's kind of the first project that Ye has said was going to come out after an album release that's actually come out. <laughs> nice change. Uh, it's like when Ye and Kitsy Ghost came out, it was Yandi, right? When yeah. Life of Pablo came out, it was TurboGrafx-16. When uh, Jesus is King came out, it was Jesus is King Part 2. Um, and then even back to like Yeezus... He's talking about like they were doing the sequel album right away, and that went through years worth of changes. So, oh no, the Amazon truck just pulled up. Oh no, um, no. <laughs> Archer's gonna Archer's gonna close us out. It's all good. Yeah, right. So, uh, I'm excited by it, and I am happy that we're getting like formal versions of some of these songs that people have wanted for a long time, and it's like my personal criticisms of some of those things to the side like it is exciting to have and receive and i know it's going to make a lot of people very happy but with the track list being seemingly like nonsensical yeah at least at this moment or not like sequenced for 
the same impact as the original and there being some like other changes to life of the party right and up from the ashes seeming like a little off Mm -hmm. brand for donda i'm not quite as excited to like add them into like the definitive version of donda as i thought it was going to be yeah yeah i think i pretty much agree with that like it's cool to have it's it's that kind of thing you know as a fan like this happened it's here uh like you said it usually isn't here (laughs) when connie says it will be (laughs) like yay it's here um but i love donda i i really love all the decisions he made for the the regular version if it's just updating songs and like tweaking production and uh making the mixing better like I'm all for that. I like Kanye's approach of like, it's a living, breathing album. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as like me looking at this track list order and be excited to listen to it in this order, like, I don't think <laughs> that's like, I just, I'm not really excited about that. You know, like Mm-mm. I just like having them. And it, and it's funny because we, we talk about, we've looked at the ordering of songs from the listening parties and we've looked at past albums and all the different versions of like structures Kanye's had for the albums. Like they've always kind of made sense. Like you could see like, Oh, he's going for this approach. Like he's grouping these songs together and these songs together. And these songs always appeared at the end of life of Pablo. So like, this is what he was going for. I don't see that here at all. Like I'm not seeing coherency and flow in terms of like the lyrics and what's being conveyed um so it's it's a little over place in that way so like i just uh, but then again i don't think i'm supposed to look at it that way like i really don't think this is that <laughs> like i think it is just like a fan service kind of thing and connie's giving us what we want and that's actually kind of a cool change of pace it requires less mental work for me <laughs> to just like look at a shuffled <laughs> arrangement of songs like all right connie wanted to give me this like sure i'll take that (laughs) and if i'm getting like super pretentious please do and slightly like pedantic i think the one fear that i would have i've seen a lot of people already saying like you should just treat this like a playlist and i'm just going to go and make my own like version of donda yeah and order it how I want and et cetera, et cetera. And I can see the argument that that's like really cool and like what a neat thing for an artist to do to kind of just make it um, like a create your own version yeah. of the album. People have talked about like essentially that you should do that with the life of Pablo, which I was like, no, stop. <laughs> like there is a reason this is sequenced the way it's not just random, but they got that idea because the track list kept changing. Yeah right that he kept posting so it was like oh there is no order to this when i was like no no there still is yeah. it's just like he was tweaking how the flow and how the concept flowed but as you were saying earlier like the first three songs were always like up front like they stayed right in that position and then you always had like real friends wolves or fml real friends and wolves as the last songs right so that always stayed the same um i just i love the album concept so much for kanye albums and truly believe that the album experience is a special thing that the idea that it could promote the fact that like 
Donda has no like preferred arrangement and sequencing that you should just be listening to it however you want and that a lot of people might just start treating it that way. I think is an unfounded fear, but it's one of those things that like jumps in my brain of like, oh, I hope the concept that the original version delivered isn't lost mm. because the deluxe version just kind of says like, hey, be chaotic. Yeah, <laughs> we are... Uh... Yeah, we sound like old men now, just like not unable to keep up with a yeah. changing world. Like a lot of people probably don't care about that order that Donda's in and think that is a definitive order. And that's how you should read the album. Like, and I'm okay with that to an extent. Like I do think it's fun to make your own track list order. I, I've done it with plenty of albums. Like, you know, I love Emotion by Carly Jepsen, but I love a lot of the B-sides that came out with it. And I, yes, have have I made my own order of songs? Yes, I have. Do they include some of the B-sides? They sure do. And I completely changed the arrangement of that album, like, to a way I just like it. But I'm able to differentiate, like, the album experience, like, listening to Emotion versus, like, throwing on my, like, fun fan version. Um, So I don't know if that delineation exists for other people. I'm guessing like more and more people probably don't care about that. <laughs> uh, that albums are becoming less and less of like, you need to listen to it in this order and like see this storyline and becoming more of just like, you know, someone like Drake will release an album with 20 songs on it and they're just releasing every fucking song they have. Uh, it's becoming more of that. And that's fine if that's, if that's the way people want to listen to it. But maybe just you and I are in that old stodgy camp of like <laughs> i don't yeah. know maybe maybe do people do like the way donda is i I don't know I'd, I'd be curious to hear more from people about it tell us <laughs> tell us how you're feeling it's it's funny because i was reading as i was saying what i was saying yeah i was thinking about how i saw an article on our baseball or a post on our baseball there was somebody ranting about a rule change and it was the change that fielders were no longer allowed to leave their gloves in the outfield <laughs> that's <a> um <laughs> so it turned out the article was actually from like 1942 or something uh-huh. and it was like an old old rule change ah. that this author was like really upset about they're like how dare you change something like a baseball game <laughs> like going over two hours is considered like problematic and yeah. having the fielders have to take their gloves in every inning and bring them back out uh, is just going to add to the game and make it like a problem and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, see, none of that mattered. No. Like all of your fears were ridiculous. So as I was saying that, I was just like, am I going to sound like this baseball dude that's complaining <laughs> about people leaving their gloves in the field? Not baseball teams take like three and a half hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> and people uh, just take their gloves in and out without a problem. Like, I wonder where that dude was coming from. Like yeah. the idea that, it would be problematic to have fielders carry their gloves in with them. I guess back then, like there was just less to worry about. (laughs) You didn't have like a million things populating your day. All you cared about was baseball and people carrying their gloves in and off the field. Yeah. He was like, no, the balls never hit a glove that's been in the field and no one has ever tripped over a glove that's in the field. (laughs) So why is it a problem? Uh, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's cool to get Marconi's on. So, like, people go apeshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, like, the overall takeaway. We have more yay songs, and that's always great. Everything else is just kind of, like, 
fluff. Uh, <laughs> fluff, fluff, fluff. I, I'm excited to get back to Donda, though. So this episode's coming out, and then tomorrow or maybe the next day, we'll release the Jesus Lord Part 2. And when I say Jesus Lord Part 2, I mean Part 2 of our Jesus Lord Part 1 analysis. Uh, <laughs> and then we're going to get back on track going through the album beautiful yeah uh which would be what new again new again yeah which is track 18 here but is the final track of the deluxe don't chris i can't do this no okay okay focus focus yeah so yeah we'll talk about new again and reveal all of the hidden secrets and mysteries and treasures i was very curious what we were going to reveal but yeah we will do that (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But until then, we need everyone to please, for the love of God, keep it wavy. Stay loopy. And I am. And they ask me, they ask me, they ask me, I tell them. Raise your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky. This is the last call.